Blog Talk Radio. See, I've been watching you for a while, smiling stuff, but I know I can be with you for the night, alright? Is that alright, baby?
Given what most Americans believe, the next statement may be more shocking than any previous. The fact is, the United States is not a country, but a corporation contractually created by the Constitution. Your state is a country, per the law, and your original citizenship is of that country. Our founders instituted themselves to be first and foremost citizens of their respective states. As of 1787, those states already had formed a union, and they created the Constitution for the purpose of perfecting that union in forming a national government. They did not intend that the new nation have any jurisdiction or powers over the states or their citizens that were not specifically enumerated in the Constitution. They stated this point quite clearly in Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17 of the Constitution. They granted the United States exclusive legislation in all cases whatsoever over such district not exceeding 10 miles square as may become the seat of the government of the United States, our District of Columbia, and to exercise authority over all places purchased by the consent of the states. And that is all. The framers further secured the rights of the people with the Ninth and Tenth Amendments in the Bill of Rights. In the Ninth, they established that the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. And in the Tenth, they made clear that the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively, or to the people. The only way the federal government can have any jurisdiction beyond these constitutional clauses is by written permission or contract. Which leads us to another piece of the puzzle, the 14th Amendment to the Constitution, ratified in 1868 following the Civil War. As barbaric as it may sound today, the black slaves prior to the conclusion of the Civil War were legally considered to be property with none of the rights or privileges of free-born people only duties. The money interests took advantage of America's desire to free the slaves and found a way to use the swiftly adopted post-war constitutional amendments to enslave all of the people. The deceit is in the wording of both the 13th and 14th Amendments. You will note that the 13th Amendment provides that neither slavery nor involuntary servitude shall exist within the United States. But why the emphasis on involuntary servitude? Isn't it the same thing as slavery? Sure it is. But they had to mention the concept of involuntary servitude because they wished to retain another type of slavery, voluntary servitude. Voluntary servitude is an ancient and established concept. It was the way serfs became subjects to their lords during feudal times in England and other European countries. It was a way for free men to earn a living at a time when all property was held by a select few, and thus anyone who wanted to farm and support their family had first to agree to be subject to a lord of the land. Our forefathers hated this concept and designed our Constitution to exclude titles of nobility, making all Americans sovereign. The 14th Amendment turned the intention of the founders on its ear by making voluntary servitude a requirement for former slaves to gain the rights already guaranteed to free-born United States citizens. 
When the slaves were released from their involuntary servitude following the war, their status was changed from that of being property to that of being a person. But being a person still entitled them to none of the rights associated with citizenship. So the 14th Amendment ostensibly was written to provide the former slaves with the same constitutional rights of freeborn American citizens, but only if they agreed first to become subject to the jurisdiction of the corporate United States, making oneself paramountly, that is, first subject to the jurisdiction of the laws of the United States, however, limits access to parts of the Bill of Rights, as we'll explain in a moment. But first remember, anyone who voluntarily subjects himself to the laws or jurisdiction of another is, in every way, obligated to abide by the terms of any contracts or laws established by whomever establishes the rules of the contract. In simple terms, this meant that the former slaves became subjects first to the United States, and secondly, to the state in which they lived. They had no sovereignty whatsoever. This status had never existed in the United States prior to that time. The 14th Amendment created a new class of citizenship in the United States, a second-class citizenship. Up until 1868, every American was a paramount citizen of their state, and by virtue of that, also a citizen of the United States with full individual sovereignty as guaranteed by Amendments 9 and 10 in the Bill of Rights. But so-called naturalized citizens, or 14th Amendment citizens, are paramountly subject to all laws of the United States, and, having no status as freeborn citizens, have no access at all to the unenumerated rights retained for the people by Articles 9 and 10 of the Bill of Rights. That's because, in order to get any rights at all, they had to subject themselves to the jurisdiction of the corporate United States, which left them no unenumerated rights. The only rights they had were those specifically written into the Constitution. The sad tragedy of America today is that all U.S. citizens, regardless of race, are now 14th Amendment slaves due to contracts with the government of the United States through Social Security, birth certificates, driving licenses, citizenship statements, tax forms, and many other documents. The true paramount citizenship that all Americans deserve is that of their respective state, which is a sovereign citizenship. Such status would exempt them from federal and state income taxes, as well as property and inheritance taxes. This sovereign citizenship was the status held by our forefathers. Now, if you're still thinking that the U.S. government needs to have a central bank and collect income tax or it will collapse, think again. Over two-thirds of the federal government's income is derived from sources other than income tax. There is even evidence suggesting that none of your income tax is used by the government. Fees, excise taxes, tariffs, sales taxes, and other forms of income have easily supported the U.S. budget in the past and could easily support it now. We have done without a national bank for large stretches of our history, and the U.S. Treasury is perfectly capable of printing and managing a money supply. In fact, the only constitutionally sanctioned currency is backed by gold or other precious metals. This is a far more stable form of currency and is the type of money the Treasury was designed to handle.
The government was doing so well collecting money under these original laws that it had amassed a huge surplus by the time this cartoon was penned a hundred years later in 1887, when there still was no income tax collected at all. Up to this point, we have shown you how the money interests have, one, established the Federal Reserve System, and two, exploited a second class of citizenship created by the 14th Amendment for other purposes and we have mentioned a few names involved in the creation of the Fed. But there are other organizations working for economic enslavement as well, along with other extremely rich and powerful international bankers. Those who support the Fed have created a global movement to centralize economic power in various puppet organizations that preach peace and stability through some variation of socialism but act aggressively to draw nations into a web of foreign debt and servitude to their agenda. The United Nations, the World Monetary Fund, and the Council on Foreign Relations are all committed to an agenda of world domination through manipulation of economic power. The Council on Foreign Relations openly admits to being a private club, yet it is the primary recruiting post in both international banking and the federal government of the United States. Richard Nixon, Nelson Rockefeller, John Foster Dulles, Dean Rusk, Alger Hiss, Robert S. McNamara, and every president since FDR, with the exception of John Kennedy, have been members of this exclusive club where super financiers and your elected representatives can mix freely and plan the next step in the consolidation of power in a new world order. You know, happiness is a dimension of our own nature. Happiness, from a spiritual point of view, is not based on conditions or circumstances. Innately, we're happy beings. We're spiritual beings. So that means that happiness and joy are already built within. And as we're growing spiritually, we are removing filters from seeing or feeling the happiness that's already there. When we're somewhat blocked, happiness is conditioned. We say, well, I got a new car, therefore I'm happy. Or this person didn't call me back, therefore I'm unhappy. And so it's conditioned-based. But as we mature spiritually and we begin to touch into our real nature and being, we notice that we're happy regardless of what's going on. Something bad happens, we don't like it, but the happiness is still there. Uh, someone doesn't call us back, some plan doesn't work out, we don't like it, but the happiness is still there. So that's a sign of spiritual maturity. So can we define happiness as the way to transform every emotion and transform it in, to feel something great? Yes, you, you can uh, basically, you, you discover your happiness when you're able to see that in every circumstance, there is possibility, there's potential, and there's an energy behind it pushing you to a greater expression of, of, of who and what you really are. People become frustrated and unhappy if they feel there's no way out, if they feel that every road is blocked. But in reality, with a capital R, there's no such world. No world like that exists. We're surrounded by infinite possibilities. And so, with a shift of perception and attitude, you begin to see those possibilities. 
and those possibilities uh, invite us uh, to activate potential within us. Uh, the gifts and talents within us that are latent, the possibilities invite us to activate, to discover and activate those, those possibilities. So again, then happiness would be us uh, becoming more ourselves. That'd be a very blissful state, you see. So it doesn't deny that bad things happen in the world. It doesn't deny that people die. People die on us. You know, people leave. Jobs change. It doesn't deny that. But when we come to an understanding that even with all the changes that are going on in the phenomenal world, there's still something about us that's permanent. There's something about us that's forever. And that part of us that's forever is spiritual, which means it never, it never began and it will never end. And as we become more and more identified with that, identified not just in, with a belief system, but identified that with some kind of spiritual practice, some kind of focus, some kind of intention, then our life takes on a whole different, a whole different vibration. How we can overcome the fear of rejection? Rejection is paying too much attention. The fear of rejection is paying too much attention to what other people are thinking about you and other, what other people are thinking about what you're thinking about. And people live in that kind of a bubble. I wonder if that person likes me. I wonder if this person appreciates me. And those are, uh, that's the wrong mode of being in the world. You have to think about what the universe thinks about you. And the universe thinks you're important. The, the, whatever name you want to use, you can say the universe, you can say the cosmos, you can say God, whatever. What, what, is, what does the universe think of you? And because you were created, you have meaning, you are important, you're worthy, you're worthwhile, because you weren't made accidentally, you weren't just accidentally made. Uh, nature didn't just come together and accidentally make you, you know. Uh, there was a perfect idea behind you with c complete potential and possibility. To be activated. So you have to begin to think about, we all have to begin to think about how does the universe think about me? Not how does that person over there think about me? Not how those group of people over there think about me. That's a waste of my time. Then I start to people please. I start to do things to make them like me, and, and, which may take away from my mission, may take away from my authenticity. It may take away from my, my powers because I'm thinking about what they're thinking about. And they're thinking about what I'm thinking about. Everybody's thinking about what other people are thinking about what they're thinking about. <laughs> no. And what difference do you, do you see between pay attention to others yeah. and learn from feedback of others? Yeah, yeah. you can learn from feedback from others. I'm not overly concerned about what others are thinking about me because I'm living my passion and my purpose and my intention. And then life gives me feedback. If, if I'm being stubborn in some area, then, then, then there'll be some feedback from either life itself or from people. If, if I'm being arrogant, you'll get the feedback. If you're being wishy-washy, you get the feedback. So you learn how to pay attention. And, you know, as, you, as you mature and become more comfortable with yourself, you're able to take criticism. And what happens is uh, you start paying Uh, you start seeing, what, what, what they're called the two imposters, criticism and praise. There are people that praise you and people that criticize you. But after a while, you don't really care about either one of them. They're called imposters. And so if somebody's criticizing you and saying, oh, you don't know what you're talking about, you know, shut up, whatever, <laughs> you, 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 you don't care. It's like, thank you for your feedback, <laughs> you know. And if somebody says, oh, you're the greatest, you're the greatest, you, 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 you're the best, you say, 
Thank you for your, thank you for your feedback. You start treating both the same because you're not trying to get something from the people. You're giving a gift to the people. You're getting your information and your energy directly from the life force. You see, you're getting fed by life. Life is giving you information and you're sharing it. And if people don't want it and they say, ah, it's a bunch of baloney, thank you. I won't give it to you, you know. And if somebody says, I want it, thank you, here it is. But after a while, praise and criticism, you don't really care because you're, you're, you're becoming so in tune inside of yourself. Yeah. It's, like, it's like if you are a mathematician and you know that 10 plus 10 is 20. You know it. It's not an opinion. You know it. And you stand in front of a group and you start to do your math and somebody says, I don't believe that. What are you going to do? You're going to say, okay, thank you. You know, you know 10 plus 10 is 20. You say, okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Good example. They're giving you feedback where you need to grow. Because when you get out here as a public figure, people talk about you. If you do really good, they talk about you more. You yeah. do really, really good, they talk about you really, really more. It, yeah. it goes with scale. And yeah. then you learn this. Um, mediocrity attacks excellence all the time. And so if you're seeking to live a, an excellent life, those who are, have agreement with mediocrity, they attack you because you're making them uncomfortable. They want to stay small, so they attack people who are trying to do big things. Let's talk about the law of attraction. According to you, how we can use the law of attraction? Well, the, the basic, first start with the basics. The basic law is what you chronically think about is what you bring about in your experience. A thought is a unit of mental energy. Energy can never be created or destroyed. Energy just keeps changing itself into higher or lower expressions. So if you're constantly thinking negative, you know, uh, life is hard and, and then you die. There's not enough good jobs around. Uh, there's no... Decrease crisis. Yeah, there's everything is working. Then you, your, your body temple gets that message. The cells of your, of your body begin to hear that. It starts to produce, produce toxic chemicals. Your immune system starts to become unhinged, starts to be, be impaired. Your thinking starts to go down because of the toxic chemicals. And you start to bring about what you're thinking about. You become sick, uh, not as much energy, so therefore your opportunities are depleted. Uh, your energy is down. Critical thinking goes down. And then you start to bring about that negativity that you're describing. But you change it around and you begin to say, you know, I'm surrounded uh, by opportunities. Life is good. Everything is working together for my good. I, 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 I'm surrounded by infinite opportunities. Uh, prosperity is right here. And then what happens, when you start to say that, your mood is lifted, tonic chemicals and endorphins start to go through the body, starts to amplify your immune system, your thinking becomes more clearer, you start to see life differently, opportunities, you start to see opportunities that you couldn't see before, possibilities open up that you didn't even know about because your attitude has changed, and what looks like the law of attraction is simply you lifting your vibration so that you can see the potential that's here. And then we call it the law of attraction, but what it really is, I call it the law of, the law of radiation, the law of emergence. Because what you're doing is allowing that which is within you to come out and, and to radiate and to emerge and to express. And then in the physical form, good things happen. And it looks like it's a, you're attracting it 
What's really happening is you're radiating it and what you're radiating is becoming visible. with Jonah Bay from 10 a.m. to noon on the new Evolution Radio Network. And that, in fact, this is our land. So beginning with that premise, whether you're more or not more, I'm going to start with what law really is. Most of us think that we go into a courtroom and understand the difference between a court and a courtroom, that uh, the people who purport to use law really use words of art to make you believe, in fact, that law is uh, on the table when you walk into a courthouse or a courtroom, when in fact that's not true. And I would like to share with you tonight, regardless of your religious persuasion, what law really is. Law, and as Muslims would say, all law, is A-L-L space L-A-W, all law. All law. So for anyone who's of a Christian persuasion, don't be misled. And when you hear the term all law, all law is God, all right, that is also what we would say in lawful terms, a misnomer. All law is not God. God has no capacity and no standing to all law. Because God means governmental ordinance departments. There is no comparison. Now, Who can use law? Law can only be used by people who are in their sovereign capacity. And as I will share with you tonight, the majority of the people in the world, and I'm not going to get into all of the details about that, but the majority of the people in the world, 99% of them live in slavery today. So in 1863, via the Emancipation Proclamation, and I challenge you to go look in a law dictionary and look up the definition of emancipation and proclamation, and you will see that a proclamation is not a law. A proclamation is a public announcement by elected officials. It is not a law. So the Emancipation Proclamation of 1863 did not set any slaves free. What it did was standardize slavery the United States being the model for the standardization of slavery that all of the other nations around the world as they reduced their people from their sovereign capacity and forced them to join nation states. Then they were able to issue statute, codes, ordinances, resolutions on them. And a statute, as in a state statute of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, is not a law. It is corporate policy of the corporation that calls itself the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Incorporated. All right? Now, a code is not a law. The United States codes, the code of the laws of the United States of America that are used in federal court and the Supreme Court are not law. They are what they say they are. They are codes, ordinances, and resolutions of a municipality of the city of Philadelphia, which is a private, nonprofit corporation that calls itself the city of Philadelphia, an ordinance and a resolution, as in parking ordinances, they are not law. They are what they say they are. They are ordinances and they are resolutions. All right? And the reason they are not law is because 
The only people who can issue law are people who are acting in their sovereign capacity. And the people who sit in these seats as elected officials are not, in fact, in their sovereign capacity. They are in a corporate ward status, meaning that they are wards of the state. They are members of the corporation, which is a nonprofit, that calls itself the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And as long as they have a birth certificate on record with the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, with that birth certificate being a contract, a birth certificate is a contract, and as long as you have a contract with the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Incorporated, you belong to them, and that's what slavery really is. Right? So who can use law? If you are a member of a corporate ward state, if you are a member of a corporate ward nation that calls itself the United States of America, you are a citizen. Look in the law dictionary and look up the definition of citizen. A citizen is not a sovereign. A resident is not a sovereign. Therefore, if you use an address, which is a fictitious number associated with a designation issued by a corporate ward, right, then you become under the jurisdiction of those people who are also corporate wards but who are also slaveholders, all right? So if you are operating in that capacity, law does not apply to you. If you are a resident of the city of Philadelphia, which is a private, nonprofit corporation, and you say you are a resident of the city of Philadelphia, then the ordinances and the resolutions of that private, nonprofit corporation apply to you. If you are a citizen of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Incorporated, which is a private, nonprofit corporation, then the statutes of that nonprofit corporation apply to you. If you are a citizen of the United States of America, which is a private, nonprofit corporation, then the code of the laws, right, apply to you. But if you are a sovereign of the Moorish Empire, those ordinances, those resolutions, those codes, those statutes do not apply to you because you are not a member of the corporate ward state. It's as simple as that. And they understand the difference. This is why on their documents they use words of art. They use the word label. They use the word person. They use the word address. All of these things that place you in their jurisdiction and you unknowingly fill out forms every day and every time you fill out a form, you enter into a contract. I don't care what kind of form it is. It's a contract. A driver's license application is a contract. A social security application is a contract. When you call up the telephone company and you make a verbal contract over the telephone, this is why they can bill you. When you sign a deed, it is a contract. When you fill out a voter registration form, it is a contract. Does everybody understand that? Don't ever think. Every, anything that you put your signature on becomes a contract. All right? Now, the fact that you are not in your sovereign status means that you make a contract as a minor. They don't care. They know you are a minor because... And, and to be other than a minor, you have to be in your proper person. 
at law. And how we write that is this. Can you bear with me for a minute and let me put this on because uh, I can't. Can y'all see that? Impropria persona. Impropria persona. When you are in your corporate ward status, you look like this to the court. Pro se. Pro se meaning they get you in the court and they bring someone in called a... Got that? Pro se cuter. A prosecutor. Because you're in a corporate board status. Now, if you're in appropriate persona, say in their criminal allegations, the prosecutor cannot come into the courtroom and say anything to you because you're not in pro se status. Makes sense, right? The issues of law. The issues of law are threefold. The issues of law are status, jurisdiction, and adjudication. The first thing that happens when you walk into a courtroom in your corporate ward status is that they already make the assumption that you are a ward of the state and that you don't know any better. So they immediately start adjudicating you. As the first thing that happens when we walk into a courtroom is that we place our status on the record. On the record. We come in with our flag. We come in with our treaty, we come in with the Constitution we signed with them, and understanding that the Constitution is a contract. It's You're listening to the New Evolution Radio Network, where the evolution is the revolution. Make sure to tune in to our sister station, Hindsight Radio, from 7 to 10 Eastern, Monday through Friday. Once upon a time, a prince asked a beautiful princess, Will you marry me? The princess said no. And the prince lived happily ever after. And he rode motorcycles and fucked skinny, big-titted broads and hunted and fished whenever the fuck he wanted and went to naked bars and dated women half his age and drank whiskey, beer, and Captain Morgan and snorted cocaine off strippers' asses and never heard bitching and never paid child support or alimony and ate pussies and ass-fucked cheerleaders and kept his house and guns and never got cheated on while he was at work and all his friends and family thought he was fucking cool as hell and he had tons of money in the bank and he left the toilet seat up. The end. Yeah. Yeah. Bad Something about you, girl, you got me. You can be my love. 
on your glasses. Come on. Without for breakfast, sleep to speech, wake up breathless. Miss the club, man, it's important. Think I left my soul down there. More than a woman, she's the moment. The Mona Lisa, oh now, yeah, 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 girl. You've been a bad, 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 bad girl. You're giving me sexy eyes and you break that down and you bring it right back up. And it's been on my mind for days. And we don't have to say no names, but we can't play, no. Can't play no more games Girl, you can be my girl You can be my love Yesterday, and we're making some good headway. 
Um, I've had quite a few consultations this week with people. And I've had a reoccurring question. Y'all know when I get these reoccurring questions, I like to bring them up as topics on the show. So I've had reoccurring questions this week. Number one, about how to use uh, private IDs, how to use a Moorish ID, how to use a tribal ID. I've had people asking me about um, doing processes, right? In terms of, well, once I get my nationality done, can I still use my my Morris ID? Well, you can use it more then, right? Because you're a national. So I would like to explore a few definitions this morning. I ain't going to take us too long because I want to get to the call line. But I want to explore the definition of the word formal and informal. Because what happens is that we get caught up in these processes, right? MSTA. That's the more science simple of America. Alright, you got uh, Arna over there. You got uh, you got all types of organizations, right, that are doing what, what you would call an informal process, right? A, a process that has not been formally recognized by a court. I want y'all to get it into your head that you could put your shit on paper all day long. Literally. You could put it on paper all day long. You could even go to your so-called government. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about the United States. I'm talking about those who claim to be in the more science temple. Okay. You can go to your government, or, or let's say that you're with uh, Washington, right? You go to your government and give you documents that say, you know, this is who you are. This is your status at law. Yada yada yada. And then you get into your car. You attempt to travel. With these documents. Then they pull you over and they take you out the car and they billy club you and whoop your ass and treat you like a United States citizen. They treat you like you don't have no rights. Why is that? Why do they treat you like you don't have no rights? Because you don't. You are what they call civil mortuus. Let's pull it up. Alright. Civil mortus or civiltier mortus, right? It means civil death. It is the loss of all or most or almost all civil rights by a person due to a conviction or for a felony or due to an act of government of a country that results in the loss of civil rights. It is usually inflicted on persons convicted of crimes against the state or adults. Determined by a court to be legally incompetent because of a mental disability. Do you understand? They make you a minor, a minor in law until you were able to come. This is why we tell you to do the birth certificate authentication because you're a minor until you come forth in law as somebody who's not civilly dead. You know, when I when I first started learning a lot of shit, we learned that civil rights are no rights at all. Absolutely no rights at all because people who are civilly dead don't have human rights. Let's look at the definition of a human right, shall we? Okay. Now, according to the United Nations, 
Human rights are rights that are inherent to all human beings, regardless of your race, your sex, your nationality, your ethnicity, your language, your religion, or any other status. Human rights include the right to life, liberty, freedom from slavery, and torture. Freedom of opinion and expression, the right to work and education, and many more. Everyone is entitled to these rights. Everybody. But in the United States, they make you a U.S. citizen and they give you civil rights. Because they take you out of your proper status, like the sister was talking about earlier. Now, for shits and giggles, let's look up the definition of liberty. We'll check out one of spelling bee this morning. Okay? Liberty. And, and let's let's be very precise here. Okay? Because when you become a 14th Amendment citizen, you are the very opposite of this. Okay? Now, liberty is the state of being free within a society from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority on one's way of life, behavior, or political views. Liberty is independent. It's freedom. It's autonomy. It's sovereignty. Self-government, self-rule, self-determination. So let me ask y'all a question. When you're civilly dead and you don't have a human right, do you really believe, really believe, that you are pursuing your liberty, your ability to be sovereign? You know what a, do you know what a sovereign is? Sovereignty. Okay? Means you are supreme power. Right? Supreme authority. Right? You got jurisdiction. You got rule, supremacy, dominion, power, hegemony, domination, authority, control, influence. Okay? The authority of a state to govern itself over another state. The states you live in, okay, the very state that you live in does not allow you to be self-governed. You understand that? But what's a state? A state is a nation or a territory, right? Considered as being organized by a political community under a government. So... A nation, a nation, a body of people, right, are from a territory. But your nation is your state. But your state is also a 14th Amendment citizen because they went under the 14th Amendment. So they lost their sovereignty. So you got to go back to the Republic before the state even gave up its sovereignty. And then, oh, what, what about your territory? That, that would be your county that you live in. You see, I'm trying to get you all to understand that when we start talking about formal processes, like truly formal processes, we have to look at what happens when you are doing a process and you haven't come out of their system yet. How are you still looked at? So when they get behind you and they pull you over, that's right, you got a black male, uh, five five, you know, that type of shit, right? Black male, white male. When they get behind you, what are they looking in their computer uh, in their computer system? What are they looking at? What designates the type of status that you have? 
your, as they call it, a biographical status. I didn't make that up. That's coming right from Confidence. But a biographical status. What is your biographical status? Are you still a slave? Are you still more tools? So when we start doing these processes, right, we do informal processes. This is what we've been doing for years. It's an informal process. Right? This is when we go to Washita, we go to MSTA and these other organizations, and we think, right, that somebody who else who has said that they're sovereign can be, can make a formal declaration and pull you out of the system, right? But even though it's an informal declaration, you know, formal is something that's formally done, it's respected. So let's let's just look at it, right? An informal process is a process that is done without formality or ceremony. It's casual, not according to the prescribed official or customary way or manner, irregular or unofficial, suitable to or the characteristics of a casual or familiar but educated future writer. Right? So what you saying on your paper, right, let's just say, for instance, you say, I'm a Moor, America's Aboriginal nation, not a U.S. citizen. I'm part of the Washita, Choctaw tribe, whatever. Lenape, whatever. And you say, I'm part of these tribes. And you put an affidavit together, and you go down to the county, you get, you get the county to recognize it because they put it on the record. They, you, you get it notarized and all that, right? It's on the record now. Great. It's on the record. You've made notice. This what? A gentleman always gives notice. But just because you put it on the record and gave notice does not mean it has any actual effect in law. You understand? Look at the definition of notice, okay? Look at the legal definition. Okay? Notice is the legal concept describing a requirement that a party be aware of a legal process affecting their rights, obligations, and duties. There are several types of notices. You got public notice, you got actual notice, you got constructive notices, you got implied notices. You gotta give a notice when you come into a situation. Absolutely. Without a doubt. You know your um your service to process and your due process. Those are also considered notices, right? Well, when you're like not properly notified or something, you understand? So it, it all works hand. All this shit works hand in hand, my nigga. It really does. Okay. So informal process. Remember, it's something done without a ceremony. No formality whatsoever. But then we go into our formal procedures. Right, because our formal procedures are our, our court procedures. So let me give y'all an example of an informal procedure, and I'll use I'll use your credit. Okay, you decide you're gonna put your paperwork together, you clean up your credit, you send a few letters out, right, and you're not to go to court. You use a notary, you send the letters out, 
Maybe it did work. Maybe they came off your credit. Just off the letter you sent out, but you didn't notarize it. Right? You didn't actually do an administrative process. That, that could be considered, that would be considered an informal process. You didn't go through any court process. No judiciary system. But if I notarize everything, send it out three times through the post office, file it in court properly, that could be considered a, a formal process. But that's my nationality. I do a name change in court, a nationality correction to the record, to correct the record that is incorrect, and therefore, therefore, not yours, theirs, then you do a formal process because formal processes are processes that are in accordance with the usual requirements, customs, and conventional uses, right? Marked by a form or a ceremony. So when you get your nationality done, they give you an a, a order and they stamp it as granted, right? Formal process is designed for where or use at occasions or events marked by elaborate ceremonies and prescribed for social observance. Okay? See, formal procedures, anytime you're going to use a formal procedure, you have to absolutely make sure that you're doing it according to prescribed, to what they call a prescribed manner, right? And I'm only telling y'all to do this because it's the right thing to do. If you don't take the time, right? They call it formal proof, by the way, right? If you don't take the time to get your your, your proof from your formal process, then you end up on the shit end of the stick. Because then you'll be out there driving because you need your nationality. You get pulled over and now they beat your ass. Or you're going out to jail because you don't want to drive with the proper instrument. Or I should say travel. Or you didn't want to do a proper process to get your status corrected properly. Either through your court or the consulate. These are things that have to be done. Oh, if you haven't taken these steps formally. Oh, all that other shit out the window. Listen, I am all for Doing informal processes. I am. I start. This all started. Matter of fact, if you go on my site and you order a nationality tax exemption ID, okay, that is, or, or if you order the genealogy packet where where we do your genealogy, those are informal processes that you can turn around and make formal. You can make them formal because you can turn around and you can actually put those processes into. Um, you, you could actually turn around and put your, your, formal, your informal processes into a real court case. You can put it into a court case, okay? And, and, or you can file it on the record. And you can make it, uh, you know, a formal process if it's informal. So I'm all for doing that, right? It's like, let's say you do a non-UCC. You can do a non-UCC. It's like all of your informal shit, put it in a non-UCC, and now it has become formal. So, yes, you could drive with a – or I, I hate this word, driving. You could travel with a Moroccan ID, with a private ID, with a tribal ID. But if you haven't done the necessary 
precursors to doing those particular activities, you don't deserve to do them. You need a, a license like the rest. You can't be responsible enough to take the time to protect your rights by doing the work. Stop being lazy. Go do the work. Stop being cheap. Spend the money. Come to a seminar. Learn the information. Get on a consultation. I want you to learn it for yourself. I ain't going to be here forever to hold your hand. I'm on my way out the door. I feel on the radio. I may not do consultations forever, but at a certain point, the information has to begin to circulate, right? We have to begin to teach this shit ourselves. The whole point of being private is to be in the private. Nigga, Tony King ain't in the public no more. You did what I'm saying? All right, so that's my spiel. I ain't had a whole lot today. We're going to get to the call line, see what's happening. We'll take a real quick break. When we come back, we'll go to the call line. Call in number 347-989-0194. Look forward to hollering at y'all. Y'all can um, put your hand up if you want to talk to me. And with that being said, we'll be right back. Make sure you check my site out, makemorecommerce.com. I got an upcoming webinar coming up next Saturday. If you want to get down, make sure you go to makemorecommerce.com and sign up for that webinar. It's going to be a trust webinar. And we'll be doing uh, beginning information for trust. And there's a couple of documents I'll be giving out as well during that webinar. So you want to make sure you um, are on board for that, all right? So we'll be right back. When we come back, we're going to go to the car rides and see what's happening. Peace to the God. Girl, I'm 
repping the Casey Royals. That was around the same time, give a daddy got picked up. Then we started breading niggas, then clapping niggas. 17 caught an M like the flu. So what's the young nigga to do? I done done it. Kept my mouth closed, told the seconds to run it. I ain't seen shit, no bleach, no blunders. Commas a motherfucker, so I know death's coming. I'd have been and made peace with it years ago, honest. Why you think I ride with the yap and broad day unconscious? One in the head with the drum on the bottom. I never listen to dummies, cause most of these dumb ass niggas don't count money. And most of these lame ass niggas, they love the politics. Love putting the next man down like they just relevant. I'd rather walk away before I lose I'd rather spend my money on my kids pay dues I'd rather fuck over your baby mamas out of they shoes Yeah, these my trials and tribulations I stay on the block, we afford a zero vacation We don't complain, we just grind it out Keep the Mac on me, young boys be wildin' out uh, But I'm cold with the sight alignment If you pussy think I'm capping, just pull up and try Uh Plus some cold with my hands That's the ultimate misconception If you think that I'm playing Now back to the story I grew up raw Nigga put his hands on my mama I wired his jaw Reached for my hammer My cousin would give it to me Glad he didn't broad day I'd have gave it to him I'd have been like X-rated Doing music from jail Live from my cell With one regret I failed No commissary, no mail Just leave me be I'm never pussy, never rat Niggas don't count money, and most of these lame ass niggas, they love the politics, love putting the next man down like they just relevant, I never listen to dummies, I refuse, I'd rather walk away before I lose, I'd rather spend my money on my kids, pay dues, I'd rather fuck over your baby mamas out of they shoes, yeah, I never listen to dummies, cause most of these dumb ass niggas don't count money, and most of these lame ass niggas, they love the politics, love putting the next man down like they
That's what I'm saying because I, I got into this in 2012 and I remember running into that. And I didn't know what she was talking about. Yes, man. Yes, man. It, this information has been circulating around us for a very long time. And it really does take about three or four years to really get grasp on all this shit to where you'd be like, oh, shit, that's what she was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, for real, for real. Yep. And, um, and I, I was going to ask you, I don't know, you know, I've been to I've been to a couple seminars and everything, but as far as, yes. you know, na- nationality, when, uh, you know, when Joan, when we were first talking about it, he was saying it was, it was kind of important for everybody to be uniform and what they put on there is their nationality. You know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know more slash da 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 da, and then you know recently yes. I heard that's kind of changed a little bit. So I didn't know if it's still important for everybody to have the exact same thing, or if there's just certain key parts of that that need to be in there. I mean, obviously mm. it's not a U.S. One citizen. of the things, the, the only thing that's, that has that has changed, Donald will probably give me what for saying this. The only thing that has changed is the fact that um, we are are, are using um, our state. As well, so you have to go back to your yeah. state. Like, like I was telling everybody, your state is your country, your county is your territory. So when, mm-hmm. when you're putting your your status on the record, you also have to put um, that you're a national of your state as well, because that's your country. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've been to a seminar where they talked about that recently. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. And then one thing that came in my head afterwards, I didn't think to ask during that, is when if you're doing that, does that does that give any problems with jurisdiction or anything? Like if you don't live not in the all. state that that you were okay, so no, somebody not. from you gotta okay. go, yeah, you gotta you gotta go read the articles of confederation. Yeah, oh, right. You come yeah. and go as you please, from state to state. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No so resistance. Okay, not me. Mm-hmm. Right. I was just wondering if, like, somebody, you know, I didn't know if they were trying to say, well, you're talking about you're something from this state and we're in this state. We're not going to. No, 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 no. Okay. It doesn't work like that. Doesn't, it okay. doesn't work like that because of the supremacy clause. Right. And, and how, the laws, how the laws have been written. Yeah. It, it, it would, it, full, full faith and credit, bro. That's why mm-hmm. you can go to Texas and be guaranteed the same rights that you'd be guaranteed in the world. Right now, okay. the statutes and the codes would be different, but under your under the Constitution, the laws are the laws are the same. Right, and that's how you know it's law because it stays the same; it's not changing. Yeah, exactly. Remember, um, general law is law that is unrestricted at the time, and it affects the class as a whole, not individuals. No, excuse me, not, not specific groups of people, but it, it affects the class as a whole. General law. That's the Constitution. The special law is that law that only um, affects certain groups of people. All right, Mary. Right, right, right. You got Mary in the background. She's going in. <laughs> yep, I heard that. Uh, yeah, so, so, so remember, anytime you're moving from state to state, it's always about um, uh, full faith and credit because you have that. Especially when you authenticate the birth certificate, you've been given that. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's uh, okay. Right? 
that's the old girl in the background. She's singing. She, she's a U.S. talking about we're gonna leave her at the drop of a dime. <laughs> right. We're <laughs> gonna <laughs> 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 just die. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. Before I get off, I just want to say uh, shout out to White Chocolate out there, man. I'm, you know, I'm in the same county he is in Maryland, man. Get at me if you listening. I just wanted to pull your coat yeah, on uh, getting to these courts out here. Joey, Joey passed passed he, he uh, my info he, a few he, weeks he ago. Yeah, he, he, okay. He, 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 yeah. he um he hit me up this morning, but uh, shout out to White Chocolate, man. Congratulations, White Chocolate. Yeah. Yes, you brother. Yeah, we are in the same county, so I figured, you know, if you had any little tips of you know, working with these people out here, because sometimes Maryland's a little tricky. But uh, you know, get at me, man. All right, then. No doubt, no, no doubt. All right, bro. Thanks for reaching out. Peace yep. to the guy. All right, peace. Peace. Four eight four nine nine five. You know, open for Friday. Good morning. Hey, peace to the God, Joey. Peace to the God. How you Brother doing? Brother man. Chilling, man. Feeling great. you getting done from the workout. Listening to the show, man. And you're bringing a lot of things into clarity with that ID and all that. Yeah, man. Because people be asking me that all the time. I had somebody ask me last night if they can use their nourish ID once they nationalize. I'm like, of course you can. That's, that's really the time to use it.
Yeah, man, and that's what you were saying earlier about living private. That's about you, you gotta. That's living private, you know, doing all that little things that you gotta do to be in the private and maintaining it. Yeah, man, being private takes a lot of work, but it also is worth it because you begin to understand that once you go private, man, you come up out of their jurisdiction, man. Like, everybody wants to go vote. Okay, well, when you vote, I just seen some other day, right? I think it's North Carolina um, has just made everybody, I think they made all of the citizens of the residents mandatory um, on the voting list, right? So they re- they just registered in the vote anyway. So even if they wasn't registered to vote, they automatically registered your ass to vote. That makes you a U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. You me to vote without my permission? Oh, no, I'm not down with that. That's that slick shit they be doing, man. They, they they doing it all the time, every which way. Like that girl that you had on earlier when she said, you know, they pull you into all kinds of contracts out here. All mm-hmm. kinds of contracts. And, and once you sign and, and you're not knowing any better, guess what? You, you, you caught up. You know? Yep, exactly. I agree with you. I agree with you. It's why it's so, it's why it's so important to to get the understanding of what the difference between public and private is. Because so many of us are operating close to private, but we don't fully know how to go out of the system. And then you got some of us who are completely public that's trying to get into the private. Mm-hmm. You know, so some of us is like one foot in, one foot out. Some of us is all the way out, and some of us all the way in. So yeah, it's man. really important to get, your, to get your understanding and your understanding of how to move without using the social, how to move with using alternate EINs and business EINs and CPNs and shit like that. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, man. That's what it's all about at the end, man. You know, because once you get your nationality, that, that that's it. You, you got to learn to operate now and, and, and manage these waters and through commerce, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. You got any, um, got any questions, Bo? Um, I ain't really got nothing much. I'm still in my process. I was doing, I'm on my last uh, notice of fault I'll be doing, and then I'm going to do the summary judgment on my notary protest. So, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm following through with that, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, um, yeah. I maybe had a question. Would, would it um, it'd be wise to file that once I get all that done, even though I'm doing my nationality? Would that interfere with that? No, not at all. That collection case is completely different. Okay. okay. Yeah, the criminal case, I would say yes, but no. Case like that, you're good. Word. Case like right. that, you're good. Yeah, that's what I thought, thought since I had my paperwork in and waiting for that for that court date that uh you no know, I would interfere with it. So, but that's what's up, man. That's great insight. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. You got some issues. You know where we at. No doubt, brother. I know exactly where you guys are at. You have a great weekend, man. I ain't got much more, yeah, but uh. I'll stay in tune. All right, you take care. Okay, for sure. Okay, thank you, guys, too.
All right, let's go to uh, 718-926. Peace to the God. Yo, God, peace. Can you hear me, Joey? Yo. Yo, can you hear me, God? Mm-hmm. Yo, yo. What's going on? Can you hear me? Yeah, yes, peace, God. Yes, I can hear you, nigga. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Just making sure I'm at work and yeah. shit, so it's kind of loud. You Mike me? check, one, two, one, two. Mike check, Mike check. Mike one, check, two, my nigga, two. it was good, though. One, two, one, two. <laughs> it's all good. What's the good? <laughs> man, living, God, living, man. I just wanted to uh, definitely appreciate what you're dropping, you heard? Uh, I just wanted to oh, no um, doubt, no doubt. just have a quick convo about trial and shit. I just went to trial for a little criminal joint, awesome. my last one. On Wednesday, you know what I'm saying? So, I, I, I ain't Mike Tyson KO him like I wanted to, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I beat the most important joke. And the ones I didn't beat, yeah. I just ended up with fine. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, well, well so, you, know, you know, sometimes you got to take the path of least resistance, man. You know, if, if you beat, if you had three charges and you beat one or two out of the three, that's good. And, and, and yeah. if the other one costs you $100, all right, fuck it. Pay it and move on. At least you you, you learned some of the process and, and you got some experience. That's a fact. Cause that was my that was my third trial, so I took by myself, son. And each time, yeah, man. I always seen the bullshit. This time, I was really supposed to win. You know what I mean? And I kind of wanted to just discuss with you the IDP joint, being that you was going over that. You know what I'm saying? How people feel about the identification and all that. Um. Okay. When, when, long story short, when um, we going over the body camera footage, because I ain't going to lie, I was losing that first, God, but when going over the body camera footage, it was showing just how prejudiced the officer was. And, and, and with me giving her my IDP, they couldn't find me in the system through my spiritual name. So she called a supervisor, and they talking, they going through it, whatever, they're trying to find out. And he actually told her to let me go, my nigga. But she was so adamant <laughs> because she thought I was a drug dealer. Because I had laundry in the backseat, <laughs> she kept pursuing me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm in the game. That, you that's going to show you how you know, dirty you know these a, people play, God. Well, let me ask you a question. Did you have an injunction here? At that time, I didn't. I, at that time, I didn't. See, see had you, see, had you had your injunction here, you could have easily went back and sued them for that. Because that was a clear violation and she violated her orders. But, um, I mean, it just goes to show you. Her supervisor told her to let you go. These fucking beyonds don't, man. Let me tell you something. You ain't even gotta have more than a high school diploma to be a police officer. That's a fact. It's a fact. You ain't, matter of fact, some of these magistrates have more than high school diplomas. Believe it or not. (laughs) I believe it, God. Word up. You're dealing, yo, you're gonna deal with ignorant people, man, but you did the right thing. I mean, you know, and hell, her supervisor did the right thing by telling her to let you go. Right. And, and, she, and she didn't go. Really? So that shit kind of fucked me up. To, you know what I mean? Because they gave me identity theft. Because you know how they, how they, what they kept doing was, even though, um, and of course I found out later after watching the body camera footage that he told her to let me go, but they kept pursuing. So I'm thinking like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? They just kept pursuing like, yo, who are you? You're not coming up in the system, blah, blah, blah. And what actually hit me up, and this is why I'm moving. You know what I'm saying? I was waiting for this to blow over. The next year, I'm going to Georgia. But um, they actually want another officer, because there's going to be like six of them. 
on the scene for one person. Yep. yep. Nigga, they, I was on, I caught a charge that had me on the news. So somebody, one of them recognized my face and pulled up the joint on me, son. Word up. That's how they was able uh, to find that league's that's man. That's defamation of character. You feel me? I was throwing all yeah, that in there, that, that's son. I was up. throwing all that in there. And they, they was, in the hardest part of the jury, and I don't want to, uh, 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 you know, make people feel like, okay, well, Shit don't work or shit like that. It worked, but the only thing is, too, when going to court, um, them jurors, man, like the jury is a, is a great way to be able to use persuasion and emotion and stuff like that. But when it comes to like breaking mm-hmm. down shit, son, like it's so hard for people to understand, my nigga, because they don't know. Well, it's it, like it, you it, said, it, it takes three, it, four it, years to understand contracts. Well, here's, here's the thing: if this is between trial by jury, right? Then a jury trial, right? That's the first right. thing. There's a difference, right? Then the other thing is that if you have a jury of your peers, and you a national, other people who could be jury of your peers are other nationals. Nationals, right? They be U.S. citizens. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They've been they've been playing games. They've been playing games with you, bro, the whole time. But the very fact that you already know that, you know. You know, it's a learning experience, but I, I'm gonna suggest that you take the time and put that constitutional, I mean, that um, injunction in, bro. You didn't do that. Yeah, that that, that been in because I caught that case in February and it's finally over Wednesday, so okay. I had put that in and shit. And and I was only I had to um, I had to do a lot of shit last minute. I had to get rid of my lawyer, or whatever. They actually let him be a side counsel too, so you know what I mean. He kind of assisted me through shit because. You know, I, I had to I had to turn around and play their game because on the motion to be heard on hearing, uh, the judge wasn't trying to hear none of that jurisdiction shit, God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll, he was just I'll, I'll, shooting I'll, my I'll, shit I'll, down. You know. and, and they, yeah, they automatically <laughs> they assume that you're a U.S. citizen in those courts. They, right. They, they assume it, and then they take jurisdiction based off assumptions. Right? And if right. you never and challenge they never had proof. Right? Yeah, exactly. They never had no proof. What proof do they have? They, they'll never be able to come in with no proof. And you put the birth certificate on the record, if it's authenticated, that's letting them know uh, he, he took it as his uh, naturalization certificate out of, out of our system. That's what it's letting right. them know. So, it's yeah. so important, man, to have all your ducks in a row. But I'm, I'm going to say congratulations to you on winning half of your case. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's definitely a good thing because they took property, money, and shit. So being that I beat the, you know, little drug charge shit, they they gotta give me all my shit back. And I don't know if they're gonna give me the IDP back, but I know it's only a couple dollars to they get. They gotta get that back to you too. They gotta get that For back real. to you too, man. All all of that. If they don't, then then um, they took your property without just compensation. You know. And okay. You, 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 you can probably right. see that in protecting your property. For real, even though I even though I beat that, even though I lost the identity theft charge, see, I lost the identity theft and driving on suspended. Man, I I don't even understand how you how you lost the case to be honest with you. Cause I, did you do a constitutional? I that's challenge? what I'm saying, God. I don't know either. Did you do a constitutional challenge? Uh, I don't think I put one in for this case. I did one for my last one, and experience of that, right, I didn't do it with this one. That's why you lost. I'm telling you right now, that's why you lost. If you didn't do a constitutional challenge, you didn't put in Trinity versus Pagliaro, you didn't put in I your put in Trinity versus Pagliaro, argue that. 
He he, uh, yeah, he denied you had, that. You had, to, you had to put in a you had to put in an affidavit of rebuttal, rebutting all of they rebutting all of they affidavits. Yeah, I did that. And, I did the affidavit and if, of your you denied citizenship. You lost the case like you did. You, you need to appeal yeah. it if you if you if you got the kahunas to to go for the appeal. You know, but here's the e- thing: even even though I had a jury joint, you still can appeal it. Motherfuckers okay. appeal, appeal appeal to it all the time. Okay. But the thing about it is, okay. is that if you didn't put everything in on the record correctly in the beginning, then you're gonna have problems later because. And the pills that don't allow I, you to I, I definitely to did. I, t- I definitely did. He denied it, but kept but saying he took exception to it. So it was still filed, well, and like then I, I said, made him well, say like it again on the record put, that it was on file. Right. But, but like I'm saying, if you didn't put the constitutional challenge in with the Constitution, then it ain't going to do you no know, good to doing the pill. Well, even if I so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did I did all of that. The only thing I didn't do was put the constitutional challenge in. I only challenged the constitutional Basically, only did a constitutional challenge of the statute through my dismissal motion. So they yeah, said no, I can do that too. No, no, you got to actually do a constitution. Nah, you got to actually do a constitutional challenge. You got to do one by okay. itself. Two okay. legal motions. You got to be drawn up on a separate paper by itself. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna keep it moving, man. We got a lot of people on the line this morning. Yeah, that's a fact, God. No doubt. I appreciate you calling, man, giving us your testimony. And um, Already. Make sure you reach out if you got some more questions, all right? Yeah, I got you. Appreciate you, God. Okay, peace, God. All right, let's go to 773-569. Hello, Mr. National. <laughs> Good morning. How are you? How <laughs> right is you? <laughs> I'm good. How are yeah. you? I'm great, you joy. Yeah, oh, I'm glad I caught you. I I do oh, have yeah. questions. So what's going on, girl? I'm doing my nine UCC. I've been working on it all week, and I just had yeah. one little question about the certificate appointment. You remember doing yours? See, somebody asked me about that the other day. I don't. To be honest with you, but if you can oh, ask me a question, okay. I'll try to answer it. I I don't I don't well, normally um answer those questions, but I'll go go ahead ask me a question. Oh, Let's see if okay, because the name. <laughs> uh, well, I'm I, well, you know, I'm looking you at Jonah, and, right? yeah, and he wrote his name Jonah jo, Jonah John Scott Trustee. I thought we weren't yes, the trustee exactly. on paperwork. Jonah John Pardon? Scott is, is yeah, Jonah, Jonah John Scott is, is the trustee because he's doing business on behalf of the trust. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll keep it the same. I just wanted to question that. I, mm-hmm. I do everything mm-hmm. the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, then yeah. one, no, it's, one it's, look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let, let me put this out there for you. It is a certificate of appointment because you are appointing yes. the illegals as trustee, okay, um, over mm-hmm. that particular estate, if you will, right? He, so he can go out and do business and all that in the public. That's the thing. Okay. Well, if it ain't broke, so I fix it. <laughs> well, 
Wow. And then on, on the video, I remember someone was saying, uh, they was, uh, he, they asked uh, to do it like Joey, the declaration of nationality. I put my spiritual name that I am a citizen of Morocco and all the other stuff, right? Did you, you do that? No, you're, you're not a, no, you're not a citizen of Morocco. You would you're, you're be a national of the Moroccan Empire. Um, oh, national. Yeah. So I have a declaration of nationality that, that you can purchase if you, if you like. Um, oh, okay. Oh, really? Okay, well, I'll go look for yeah, that. Yeah. All look right. on my site, make more comments. Okay, and did y'all put a whole copy of the, the Constitution in there for your addendums and the the Treaty of Morocco with your non-UC thing? You don't have to. That's, that's, that's not required in that. That's not required. Okay, I, I said I was just going to put a copy of the... Uh, the front page of it now, that is certified. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you want to, you can always do that. Um, but the non-UCC is it's a record. So you're making a record of things that pertain to you. So if you're going to do mm-hmm. that, that's fine. You're just making a record of things. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, man, you having your uh, webinar. I want to sit in on that. But the girls, we going on a cruise next week. What's that? Just on yeah, the second on you're doing that. Yeah. Let me go with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's going to be next Saturday. But if you don't get on it live, um, I will have recordings available. Okay. You'll have it available so I can purchase. Okay. I mean, don't make yep, it. Yeah, I yeah, that's right. There you go. Donate. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, you yeah. guys. Are Man, you got me up early over here. Oh, yes. Girl, I'm so glad to get out. I would have been still asleep right now. I finally being on the radio for Jonah, so. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. I appreciate okay. you calling, though. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right. Moving You're on. welcome. You're welcome. Good to hear from you. It was good to see you in Miami. You take care, okay? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go to 336-722. What's happening? Oh, man. Julie B, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, why man. Not? Shout out to the, the, the church call, man. man. That's a sweet lady, man. Amen. I love love her voice. (laughs) (laughs) Worried up, man. Worried up. Worried up. Make you want to pick her up and hug her or something. (laughs) (laughs) Like a a little teddy bear. (laughs) What's going on? Yeah, man. And it's and it's good to hear that she um that she um you know she's coming along, man. I I I like to hear that. It's great. It's positive. She is, man. man. Absolutely. We, We all. At different stages with this stuff, man. So, you know, I love to hear right what about it, sir. Man, cause, cause they are yeah. our first teachers, anyway. Word. Yep. Yep. So, what's, so what's you've been leaning in you? today, man, on that daggone uh, formal and informal. Yeah, because we we, we got to talk about that, man. Because people still doing yep. these informal processes, thinking that that's going to get something accomplished. 
Yeah, yeah. They don't. And I think sometimes, man, it's informal shit. Right, 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 right. Maybe it's just where sometimes we 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 don't want to get the reality that sometimes, man, you know, it's just uh, you got to do the harder work. Nah, and you know what it is, man. That, that a lot of us don't like harder. listening to each other. Niggas don't okay. like listening to each other, man. It's hard for us to listen to each other, man. <laughs> for real, for real. If I was a white dude, man, I'd have a hundred people on the phone. You going so, in? No, I'm just keeping it real. Yeah. If, if you know, if, if I was white, I, I, I would have a right. lot more listeners. And more people would, would be tuning in, which is fine. I run into white people all the time. They'd be like, they got radio stations? Like, yeah. What do you teach? Oh, uh, she try to protect your life. Oh, that's nice. Then they go on to the next subject. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so, it, it, and I, and it, so it's one of them things where we got to stop being so hateful towards each other, man. Know how to, know how to get the information from another brother. <laughs> Man, I agree. I think the pressure system done have done a work on on the boys, man. Rockefeller laws, the pressure system, the Rothschild banking yep. system. All that is, all that has <laughs> done a, a number on our mind. What do you mean, dude? Anytime somebody can control your money, which which means they control your they control your life. Mm. Mm. I went, our women is gone, gone over this money. Niggas is too, but our women really gone over that money. A lot of them are. Yep. A lot, a oh, lot, of, a lot of our people are gone over money. Shit, shit that we don't even create. You know what's interesting is I was listening to it, uh, and I, I would implore y'all to go listen to this book or, or read it. Huh? It's a very good book. The book mm. is, is called The Killing of Uncle Sam. I'm on uh oh. I'm on like chapter twenty 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 two, something like that, right? But this book, it goes into this and it goes into how um, you know, when they were setting up the, the banking system over here in the society, they figured it would be right. best to implement the paper money, right? Give people paper, let them think the paper's worth something. And and while they're okay. taking, and while they're giving paper, they're taking jewels. They're taking Commodities and shit, right? That's what they do. Ah, the tangible stuff. The tangible shit, and they give us the paper, give us the monopoly money instead. So if we could be going yeah, off the paper yeah. that that has no intrinsic value whatsoever, my God, imagine imagine how mm-hmm. imagine how gone imagine how gone we would be over um. Over, over, over actual minerals. If we had our access to that, <laughs> right? Wow, wow. We just like nationality, man. They, you know, they want to give you the fiat. They don't got no problem yeah, 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 with yeah. your name change. Mm-hmm. They ain't fuck mm-hmm. they, the, the fight is that nationality, yo. Yes, it is. That's the that's the. That's the you, That's listen, if you get your nationality, you have access to 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 the money for real. Most people won't, won't understand what I'm saying to them, but you have right, access right. to unlimited unlimited funding. Oh you, understand that, you understand that again? 
You have access to unlimited funding when you do your nationality. Mm-hmm. But you got to know how to access that. The, they got money in Florida yeah. sitting out there waiting for you to go grab it. You
That shit's so heavy and true. This shit is just true. It's all fucking together. slavery. And, and, and people is okay with it. People is okay with it. People is okay with it. And then at the end of the day, we want reparations. But you want reparations because you what? You've been a slave? Yo, that's why you some people got West out right. their nationality and went right back. Kanye West was right, dog, when he said slavery was a choice. Because, goddamn, I wouldn't be damned mm. if it's not a choice right now. Right now. It right really now. is. Really is. Right now, it's yep. a choice. You want yep. to be a U.S. citizen? Yep. That's a choice. That's a, that's a choice to be a citizen. That's a choice. Yep. See, yep. our ancestors. And they keep, you, keep you sucking the benefits our, up. See, right. Well, you can argue our ancestors didn't know better, right? Because they didn't have internet and, and the communications that right. we have today. Right, right, to right, be right. able to find right. out so easily what the laws were, to understand what's happening. So you can argue that our ancestors may have a disadvantage, but nigga, we don't have a disadvantage. That we have ignorance, right. and we have we have a choice mm. to be ignorant, and we have a choice to have a blind eye on what's real. We making willful choices. Man, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna tell you straight up like it is. I'm not turning the blind right. eye. Me and my Word. Me and my pops, man, me and my pops had a lot of conversations about freedom. And right. it, it took my family a long time to accept the fact that, no, I'm not working in corporate America. I'm not about to be, um, you know, the, a lawyer, even though I probably could be. I'm not doing all of that. I'm not in their system, in their society, because I don't agree with their society. Right. 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 I don't well, when you consider what I, a lawyer is and what it is, no. A lawyer, yeah. somebody, somebody who, somebody who goes to school to learn how to lie. That's it. <laughs> That's the bottom line to that. You know, they helping to create the death claims uh, that that the courts want them to create, man. Yeah, man. World. That's all it is. Hey, hey, I had to go deep one day because I, I mean, I had, I had on that Christian side, I had some people try to step to me about, yeah, you need to be a lawyer. I had to go in the Word and show them where Yahshua said. That that was forbidden to be a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. I had to go in on them, you know, because I couldn't appeal to them no other way. So I had I had to I had to use their 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 own belief system. You got to use yeah. You got to use their own belief. Man, I've done that with Christians before. I told them in the Bible where it says you are God. Oh, that's blasphemy. How is it? Is it right? It came from your book. See. There you go. So you you know to deal with that you know you 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 behind you you gotta untie them you know and and, and oftentimes a lot of them don't want to be untied you know they they yeah. literally fighting you untying them for their benefit. Literally. 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 I, I'm I'm good. I I don't want I just don't want nobody's benefits man. I don't I don't want to be subject to a privilege. You know I got rights. That are inherent, given to me by my creator. You know. And there you go. Can't no right. Can't 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 no white man or black man or yellow man or banking system give me my right. Word. You can't. You can't. Word. I mean, even the yeah. white concise trustee handbook trust uh, touch on that. No. Come on, bro. It's the as natural right. As the right to breathe, bro. That's as inherent as your yeah. right to breathe. Word. You know now speaking saying? of that, right speaking of that, I feel you, God. Speaking of that, though, um, 
What you think about this, man? You know, I had a little aha moment, so I want to drop this for the callers too, man, and, and let you chop in on this, man, so I can see if it works or no. Um, but I've been, um, I've been thinking about, and and I've been working on it, man, putting together a nationality injunction, meaning taking a combination of Jonas and Akeem's and combining it in a way. That puts an injunction on these niggas before you send your petition in for your nationality. That way you're putting them under the contract. Yeah, the constitution. That's what the regular injunction is for. Right. Right. And then and then if you want to go further than that, you do the super injunction. Got you. Got you, God. Now I always I'm overthinking that. If, yeah, once you understand the concept of the injunction, then you can tailor it how you want it to be. There's no, there's, there's, there's uh-huh. nothing, you know, as long as you follow the script, you know what I'm saying, of, of, of how we designed the super injunction and the injunction, then when you want to start okay. adding stuff to it, it's not a problem. It's just it's your discretion on how you do it. Right. Got you, God. Word. Word. I'm good on that, then. Straight. That's my question, then. Man, I enjoy chopping up with you guys always, you know? Always, bro. Drop some heavy shit on there, man. Always. No doubt, man. Appreciate you reaching out to me yesterday, too. Nah, no problem, God. I, I, hey, it's a pleasure, man. I've been enjoying it, man. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I'm just thankful to be a part of the the program, man. Word up. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Peace, God. All right, peace. Let's go to 609-442. Peace, peace. What's going on, bro? What's happening? Hey, nothing, man. Just, just traveling, listening to the show, man. Word. You can Word. hear me? Listening in? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, definitely. You got a question or a comment? Or? Um... Yeah, I ain't hear yeah, the beginning of the show. Might have been I, accident, though. Nah, nah, it, it wasn't no accident. I always go ahead and go on the queue, you know, just in case. Um, okay. You know, you get to me. I already know. Yeah, it'd be mad people yeah. to call on. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I feel you. But yeah, um, shit, I ain't hear the beginning of the show, but uh, I mean, I do got a question as far as like when we do our IDs, like private IDs, right? Is it yeah. is it necessary to do the is it necessary to do those um before we do the uh the nationality? <laughs> That's what this whole show is about. You gonna have to go back and listen to the show. Oh shit, okay. That's literally, that's, that's, that's literally what this yeah, that's what the show is about. You you gotta go back and listen to the uh, first hour of the show. Yeah, yeah, 'cause when I when I got in the whip it was like I, it was an hour in, so okay, all right, cool, shit. Well, I look, well, listen, yeah, I'm right on. I'm aligned with, the, I'm aligned with the energy, then, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I, abs- absolutely. But to answer your question, just in case anybody else who may have came in late, um, if, if you right. if you do your nationality and you have a nationality ID, I would that you use it after you do your nationality. I would suggest that you do it after that. Um, it, it works better that way, but if you, like right now, like, like let's say right now that you ain't, you ain't got shit done, but you got an IDP and a foreign ID, 
and your car's in the truck. Mm-hmm. That's great. Travel like you can travel like that. Like the last brother I was talking to, that that had that had caught the case and told, they told the officer to let him go. You can travel like that, absolutely. But it's going to be incumbent upon right. you to get that nationality done. So this way, you ain't gotta always be looking over your shoulder, wondering if they're gonna pull you over or something. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. So I would. I would. I would. I would use it before and after, bro. Uh, okay. You know which Jones I'm talking about, right? The um I'm not, I'm what, what you said that? Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not talking about uh, Yeah, any any form uh, of private ID you can you can use. It doesn't matter when you use it. But I just suggest if you're gonna use it now before you've done your nationality and you're gonna be traveling, you better have that car in the trust and and have the IDP to go with it. Right, right. Now I saw um I saw uh, Akeem. He was doing something with the uh, the passport and the and the uh, regular uh, driver's license. Uh huh. That's as yeah, far as your nationality. Was, yeah, yeah. I I don't. I personally don't suggest that method. That was something that he did. That's if you if you choose to do that, that's fine. That's on you. But the way I look at it is, is I don't really see why you would get an instrument and put more on it that's in that system. Um, it kind of defeats the purpose to me of having a. You know, it, to me, it defeats the purpose of, of even being private, in a sense. Now, I understand, right. I understand why I can't get it because he was experimenting, you know. And so sometimes we got to yeah. do that. And he was he was he was able to get them to change it over. But the way I look at it is like this, right? When you have a driver's mm-hmm. license, whether it says more or not more on it, and it's in their system and they gave it to you, then that means that if you get pulled over and you got their instrument, you have their jurisdiction. Right, right. It's still a contract. I got you. Still a contract. So you gotta be careful about how you contract. I don't want to contract with something like that. I'm good. Uh huh. Right. I right. take my charge, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I take. I take. I eat that charge, nigga. I eat these charges, nigga. <laughs> right, right, right. So, for real, man. I feel you. But <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I right, no but, doubt. Um, yeah, I ain't listen. I ain't, I ain't really got you, no, you know, no questions. Or nothing. Yeah, I appreciate you too, yeah, man. No, no I'm gonna doubt, be hollering no at doubt. you. Take some time. Go back to the archives, man. Check out the uh, beginning of the show, man. Might pick up some info that you missed. All right, no doubt. Okay, I'm gonna say please. All right, all right, bro. Peace. All right, let's go to two one five seven seven one. Peace to the God. Peace. Good day, Jonah. This is the great thing. This is Joey. Oh. Ain't on today. Hey, Joey. Joey. Apologize. Apologize. You recognize my voice? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's all right. Good morning. How are you? I'm coming along. This in Philadelphia is so corrupt, it don't matter if you do have the evidence. They still find you guilty. <laughs> this, is why you, this is why you got to put all the right stuff in. And if you still lose after putting the right stuff in, you appeal it. To a higher court where they got to take notice of, mm-hmm. of the Constitution and all of that. Uh, one question Is there mm-hmm. somewhere I can go online and get a list of all the steps I have to do so I know that I've done everything? It's not, unfortunately. We, have, we haven't compiled a list like that. Um, you can set up a consultation with me. 
I'd be happy to go over those things with you. We can we can right. we can culminate a little. Right. Um, uh-huh. that would be say, say, Hit me up in the private. Say your number. Culminate a list for you. Say your number. Say your number. I'm able to call you. Just go on my Can website we and set up a consultation on there. No, just go on my website. Uh, w- what is it? www. dot make more uh, make o- more commerce. commerce. Uh-huh. All right, all right. You'll just set up, thank you. Set up some time with me. We, we'll knock that out for you. All right. All right. Thank you. Okay. No doubt. All right. We had some more callers, but uh, they dropped off. But we got a lot of people going. And we at that time, um, I got a couple of announcements right quick. I got a seminar coming up in Texas. We're looking at uh, November the 17th, okay? Going to be in, I think we're looking at either Houston or Dallas. We'll probably end up doing Dallas. Um, so, if you are in the area and you would like to attend the seminar, please make sure you register on the site, makemorecommerce.com. Also, I will be doing a beginning trust webinar. I'll be going over a lot of trust basics. We'll be going over different types of trust that you can set up. Okay, I'll show you how to get that trust account set up at the bank. Okay? I'll show you how that trust pertains to your nationality. Very, very, very important. Because once you become a national, you can start doing banking internationally. Once you start doing banking internationally, that's when the door is open to y'all. I promise you. Okay? be a very important webinar that you don't want to miss. Okay, it's 150. You can register at my site, makemorecommerce.com. If you wait until after the webinar to get the webinar, the price goes up to 250. All right, with that said, I'm up out of here, man. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have an excellent Friday. Uh, go to makemorecommerce.com. Holler at me. Go to naturalsherbs.com if you need some healing from the inside out. All right, and um, I'll be back on Sunday. My man, John the Bass, should be back on the air next week. And Dr. Ossette will be here Monday, as always. All right, been listening to the information station, changing the nation. We say peace to the God. Convict music. Uh-huh. I can kind of recall a little ways back Small trying to ball, always been black In my hair I tried it all, I even went flat Had a gummy curly top and all that crap Now, trying to be appreciated Nappy-headed brothers never had no ladies Then I hit the barbershop real quick